Welcome to the Divorced Woman's Guide, the podcast that empowers you to embrace your divorce as a catalyst for awakening and transformation. Are you ready to embark on a remarkable journey of self-discovery and growth? Well, join me as we navigate the path towards embodying your true self after divorce. It's time to let go of your past, reclaim your power, and step into a life that is brimming with purpose, authenticity, and unwavering faith. Get ready to rise above the challenges, embrace the opportunities, and awaken the extraordinary potential that lies within you. I'm your host, Wendy Sterling, and together we're going to uncover the profound gift and beauty, as well as the infinite possibilities that come with embracing your divorce as an awakening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast. It's Wendy, your host. And I'm so excited to be back. As many of you saw from last week's episode, I just got back from a two-week amazing adventure in France and Portugal. And it was really special for me to be able to record an episode from actually the balcony of my hotel that was just right on the beach in Portugal. And so I am happy to be home. And I'm also looking forward to sharing today's podcast episode topic, which has to do with a question that I get quite a bit. And that question is how it is that you get to live with the uncertainty of everything right after divorce. And so today's episode is really all about how it is that you get to embrace the unknown and to really start putting your life together. And I know from my own experience that navigating every stage of your divorce process is daunting, it's scary, it's emotional. You're on that roller coaster of emotions, right? And all of a sudden, after for many of us decades, we're learning how to navigate a new life and we see more challenges um, than we see clear paths. And what I know is that one of the most significant hurdles that I experienced over my transition was really how to live with uncertainty in everything. Um, You know, I had been with my ex-husband for 23 years. And so the structure of our family and our day-to-day and the routines just were predictable. And then here we are all of a sudden trying to pave a new road. And it felt super unclear. What I absolutely disliked was how unpredictable it was, how many of you guys can relate to that. But what I can tell you being on the other side now is that uncertainty is a fact. And you can either choose to stay in that place and choose to see it through the lens of lack or you can choose to see it through possibility, right? Seeing that there's new opportunities for you to grow as a person, for you to discover parts of yourself that either you have forgotten or that you don't know exist. And what I know to be true is you are more resilient than you give yourself credit for, as are your children. And so what I want to talk to you guys about in today's episode are some of the strategies, what I like to call empowering strategies, and just some practical steps to help you embrace the unknown 
with two of my favorite qualities, which is courage and grace. And when you shift your mindset and you adopt a more resilient perspective and approach, what I know to be true is that you will have the ability to navigate any and all uncertainties that come at you during and post-divorce and what is going to appear for you is a brighter path. It's just, it's almost like, I'm almost like envisioning like the seas are going to part for you. And so what I want to dive into right now are those five ways that you get to start creating more stability and that inner strength as you embrace what I know are a lot of uncertainties that are ahead of you. So number one is learn how to embrace the present moment, right? The only time that truly exists is the now, right? Right now, not the past, because that's already happened, and we never know what the future is going to hold. And one of the best ways that I have found to really stay in the present moment is through what I call my own practice of mindfulness. And really what that involves is me really grounding myself in my own breath and anchoring myself back into my body and into what it is that I know in the here and now. And I do that simply by breathing. And what that also does is it really brings down my blood pressure and the, you know, how fast my heart is beating. And what I know from my own experience and what I can tell you what my clients have also experienced is when you shift your focus to the now, right? What you end up getting in touch with is you know, your inner being, your inner heart, and it brings peace and it just brings clarity. Trust me, it does. Breathing is so incredibly powerful. It is very underrated. And when you embrace the now and, you know, sometimes I'll even say like, pick one of your senses. If breathing isn't something, then maybe it's like looking for something, right? Using your sight. Maybe it's through scent. Maybe it's through touching something, but really ground yourself when all it is that you are seeing is the uncertainty will grasp onto something that is certain and your five senses is such an easy way for you to be able to do that, okay? Thank you for joining us on this transformative journey today. I hope that the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast is providing you with valuable insights, empowering advice, and the inspiration to embrace your divorce as a catalyst for personal growth. Remember, you're not alone on this path. Together, we can navigate the challenges, celebrate the victories, and support one another as we awaken our true selves after divorce. Stay connected with me for future episodes where we'll continue to explore the profound journey of self-discovery and share practical tools to help you thrive in your post-divorce life. If you found today's episode helpful, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review and share the podcast with others who may benefit from this empowering journey. Thank you so much for being a part of the Divorce Women's Guide community. I look forward to being your, your guide. I look forward to being your guide on this incredible voyage of personal transformation. Until next time, remember to embrace your true self, prioritize your well-being, and believe in the incredible possibilities that lie ahead. Number two, cultivate self-compassion. 
we give compassion to other people so easily and so freely, but yet when it comes to ourselves, we hold, for some reason, we hold this higher standard, we hold a higher bar. And so what I'm inviting you guys to do as you are embracing the uncertainty is to really just extend yourself the same kindness, the same understanding, the same self-compassion that you would a friend during any transformative period, right? Any life transition. So when you are able to cultivate self-compassion for yourself, what that also means is that you're acknowledging the emotions that are coming up, right? Part of this is also mindfulness, right? Is really just naming what's coming up for you. And instead of being in judgment about it, it's about having compassion and you know talking to yourself like you would your best friend, right? and help yourself to navigate whatever the uncertainties are with greater resilience and grace, okay? Number three is I invite you to see your divorce as an opportunity for personal growth. So this time of uncertainty is actually an amazing opportunity for you to start learning about yourself and to really invest in the personal development of you. I remember seven years ago when I was going through this, I was terrified. I was terrified to admit how I had contributed. I was terrified to admit, um, you know, even to people that we were separated. And I knew that there was so much that I had to learn. I knew that I had come into my marriage with deficits in communication, for example. And I knew that this was an awakening for me, that this was an opportunity for me to really dive into who it was that I had become, why I had fallen asleep at the wheel, to tap back into those parts of me that either I sacrificed for my husband, I sacrificed for our family, and to really allow myself to dive back into new or old, you know, new but old interests, right? Like tennis, for example, was something I played. I didn't play in my marriage. And then now I'm back to playing tennis. It's how I sprained my ankle. That's another podcast episode. But what I also was able to do in my personal growth process was to really start understanding what goals look like for me, right? Not goals for my family, not goals for my kids, but goals for Wendy, and part of those goals required me to invest in my own growth. And what that also looked like was me getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So that meant stepping outside of my comfort zone and diving into, you know, asking for help and looking for different resources that I otherwise would not have, you know, allowed myself to see. And that for me was, you know, I was already in therapy, but for me, it was really the world of coaching and really stepping into my spirituality and exploring those different areas to really help myself to see like what, who I was, right? How all the experiences that I had been through was really opening myself up to you know, what I would probably describe right now is, you know, hidden strengths, right? Like my intuition 
and my connection to the universe, right? I would have never uncovered that had I not allowed myself and given myself the opportunity, had I not invested in myself and really cultivated my my soul, cultivated my future self and really acted in the mindset of somebody who was seeking to not make the same mistakes, somebody who wanted to attract somebody different in my life. And that all came from me being able to learn about myself so that I could set my boundaries, learn what my values were, learn what self-love and self-care looked like. And, you know, ultimately that led to number four, which is really, it helped me to adopt and foster um, uh, what I'm going to call a neutral mindset. And what I mean by that is not putting polarity on everything. And I say that because I think that we forget just life changes all the time, right? It just, it does. And the lens through which we see our life is really dependent upon our past experiences. It's dependent upon, um, you know, our perspectives or opinions. And what I've learned, and I learned this a lot, and it's something I teach frequently to my clients, is learning how to develop a neutral mindset. So really looking at something from the lens of it's not good or bad, it's neutral. What is the learning of this? Because embracing uncertainty is really just, you guys, it's a natural part of your journey, okay? And what I can tell you is that when you try to control, when you try to gain the certainty, it never looks the way that you think it is going to, right? So you have to embrace the fact that it is going to look different. And what I say that that does is it really opens the door for you to have the unexpected happen in like the best possible way, right? Embracing uncertainty also really allows you to adapt and not get so, um, you know, in your controller mindset, right? Like I'm a huge controller. I love being in control. I'm a type A personality. And let me tell you, my divorce was the best thing that ever happened to me because it really taught me that like, I don't have a crystal ball. And I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But what I do know is that I have been through hell and back. I know that I have been through experiences that I would have never thought would have happened. And what I can say is that they have all happened for me because it has allowed me to evolve and become this amazing human that I am. And I wouldn't have become that person had I not been faced with these completely unknown, uncertain circumstances of my life. So the last thing I will tell you guys in terms of what is helpful for you when you are living in this place of uncertainty is really making sure that you have a community of people who understand what it is that you are going through. Not friends, not family, but people who have experienced similar journeys. So this could be you guys joining any one of my communities or any one of my amazing colleagues' communities, or maybe there's a counselor, or maybe there's local groups. Maybe there's, um, you know, based on your hobbies that, you know, you can gain communities of people that you can have similar interests with. But it's really important that you have a safe, safe place, okay, where you can share your uncertainties, where you can share your fears, where you can gain insights, where you're in a place feeling encouraged and you're getting guidance from people who have been there, who have walked the path, 
who have fought the same battles, right? It's not necessarily that your stories have to be the same. It's the emotions. It doesn't matter what your story is versus what my story is. What matters is that we have both been faced with unexpected circumstances that have completely flipped our life every which way, upside down, sideways, you name it. And here we are in this same common place, not knowing where to start or thinking we know and it didn't go the way that we wanted, et cetera. So what I want you guys to remember is that living with uncertainty after your divorce is a process that is going to require patience right? How many of you guys after you had kids learned the art of patience then? Well, I'm telling you, divorce is a whole other place where you get to learn patience. You also get to learn self-compassion. And it is one of the best ways that I can tell you that I learned how freaking resilient I am. And if you implement even just one of the strategies that I talked about today, I know that you are going to be able to better navigate your life with a sense of confidence, with a sense of stability, with assurance, and with faith and hope. So I invite you guys to really see this as an opportunity for you to transform, to be on a transformative journey as you learn to embrace what ultimately, you guys, is life is unknown, right? And at no other point in your life can you say that you haven't been able to tackle something. Okay, maybe you fell down and made a mistake and you picked yourself back up and you did something different. But what I know to be true is that every single time you get to start again, but this time you get to do it on your own terms and without having to ask permission. So... I hope that you guys liked this week's episode. I I feel really passionate about, you know, this topic mainly because it comes up all the time and it's a reason why many of you guys are still in that place of staying stuck and you know, I I would love to hear your feedback. And if you guys have any questions, you know, you're welcome to write to me. Um, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, be sure to do so so that you don't miss a single episode that comes out every single week. I also would appreciate any five-star reviews that you guys can leave because that will enable other people to find my podcast and to get the help that I know uh, they so very much deserve. And if you are not yet in my Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab with Wendy, please feel free to check it out. I'm always going in there with content for you guys and, you know, words of wisdom. And I appreciate you guys tuning in this week. I send you all so much love, light, and joy as always. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Mwah. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Women's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please be sure to share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. That is how I'm able to reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support that they need to create their next best life. And I would love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, Join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab with Wendy, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.